ESPN. This is the Sports Bash with Mike Gill on 97.3 ESPN. Now, live inside the Matt Black Kia Studios, here's Mike Gill. Oh, that's the sound of a happy hour Friday. And indeed it is happy hour Friday. What's going on, everybody? This is the Sports Bash on 97.3 ESPN. I'm your host, Mike Gill. That is Hunter Brody. Josh Henning producing today's show. You out there. What is up, everybody? Does it feel like a happy hour Friday? Because I'm tired, man. I was going to say, you tell me after your early morning, you were trying to tweet to wake me up. (laughs) Did you like the response? Why, did you get like a ping? No, but I was just making a joke. I can normally get up around nine. You threw the tweet out wow. around eight fifty. Yeah, I'm it like, was more. It was earlier than eight fifty. Was it? Oh, maybe I. I think it was about six fifty. Oh, geez. All right. See, that's how much I was I've sleeping. I've been up since five oh five, so I am intensoed up today. Wow. Yeah, you didn't even respond to my picture of me sleeping in bed. I I sent you a selfie. Well, I I literally I'm lucky I got here in time for the show today. Um. I had a little house project I was doing, and it took a little longer than I thought. Not really my fault, but kind of, um, you know, it, it just is what it is. I just it was longer than it than I thought it was going to take, and uh, I'm here. But I got up at five oh five for reasons I can't explain. I'm not happy about it, and if I wake up at five oh five tomorrow, I'm going to be pretty ticked off. I can tell you that much right now on a Saturday. How much coffee have you had since 5 o'clock tonight? I had the two cups. I had the one, and then I tweeted the next picture, not five minutes later. And Bob Wankel got involved in all that. He I know. Said, I, didn't, I, like I, I didn't realize I sent him the selfie as well because he was tagged in the tweet. <laughs> He's probably thinking, what is Broads doing right now? <laughs> you live and you time. learn. You yeah. live and you learn. So, like, 5.05, I got up, I looked at my phone, and I was like, 5.05? Are you kidding me? So, like... I, I listen to podcasts when I go to sleep at night. Well, a lot of times the podcast is either done or turned off. So I tried to turn one back on to go back asleep. Didn't work. Didn't take. Did you get too sucked into the conversation? Not necessarily, you know. So then clearly you weren't listening to Sports Talk with Broats. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't. Breaking down that Flyers game. So at 5.05, next thing I know it was 6.15, and I finally said, all right, I guess I'm getting up. Yeah, but sometimes that's nice. Though. I don't now, mind it. No, like I don't mind like the six five oh fives a little. Like, I like the people the that theory, get up at that time, right? In theory, I like the huh. Wake up at six, have your coffee, then you try it, and it's like, yeah, okay, we're closing the eyes. Back well, you down. know what you used to do? Like you would go, and I was talking about this this morning. Like you'd get up, get the newspaper, have that paper. You'd read it from cover to cover. In the robe. There's a whole generation of people right now that's out the window. Like, have you ever sat down and read the newspaper? Ever? No, but growing up, my father always did. So I've, I've been around it at least. Like, the generation of my friends that have kids now, they'll never look at their father as the one that had the paper. I was at least accustomed to the lifestyle. I've seen it. Right, like, like when you have kids, that group of kids, they will not watch their dad sit there with a cup of coffee, but there's nothing better than, like, when I was a kid, go downstairs. I lived in a house. It was me, my mother. My my parents were divorced. My mother lived, we we lived with my grandmother. I lived in a house with about 25 women, it felt like. It was me and, like, all my mom, my grandmother, my grandmom's sister, my aunts. There was, like, no men in the house. So the sports section, 
I didn't have to battle for it. It was just sitting there all the time. But I got up and read the sports section like like I was immersed in that thing. Well, you got to think about it. When my kids are eventually getting older and they're doing their thing, they'd be like, huh, the tablet. You know, like they'd look at the tablet with the way technology is advancing as, can you believe no one reads the tablet anymore? Because right? the next big thing's going to be out there. Right, like this morning I'm up and I felt like, you know, you're just sitting there. It's like I got a cup of coffee. I need the newspaper. It's going to be like a can hologram. Can we bring back the newspaper? Is that something we can do? Can we make it cool? To bring back the newspaper. Well, they say when it comes to clothes, all the things that worked yeah. out in the 70s now well, become What were we talking about again. the other day? Your buddies all have a record player. Yeah, they do. That's coming back into style. Yeah. Style, I think the newspaper should come back into style. All right, let's bring back a lot of jobs. Yeah, let's work on it. A lot of it. our friends in the newspaper business have lost jobs because people like you, ignorant, don't read the newspaper. Well, come on. I would read the newspaper if it was you know, still in vogue. Well, don't come taking shots at me now. It's your generation that killed the newspaper. Maybe. I don't, I don't really have a response to this. Don't you feel like you've missed out on something? Like, Billy Schwein, when he comes in on a Saturday, I mean, his show sounds like it's two weeks old because he does the, reads it right out of the newspaper. Right. He hits me with, oh, Bryce Harper's hitting 326 in the last six games. Yeah, but, Billy, you missed four games since then because that paper's not up to date. Yeah. But I can go right on Google and get what I need, though. So... There's benefits here that we need to discuss when it comes to sports. Well, it's really how, like, this job has evolved so much because of how the newspaper, you know, I interned in 1998, right? 1998, I did my internship at a radio station up in Philly. There was The internet was kind of right there. But those guys sat there, and it was like, you listened to it because the news wasn't anywhere. You had to listen because... They had something that you hadn't heard yet, and they were basically reading out of the newspaper. Well, what would happen if Nick Sirianni ended up becoming the head coach at 204 to start a show without any internet? When would you get the news? The following night, that night when you get you the, would get the it next at morning? The evening news. Jeez. Yeah. When I can't believe that. You had to sit around and kind of wait. And that, you know, the, the the 6 o'clock news came on, that's when you would get it. Wow, so four hours later than the news would have dropped with the internet world. Pretty much. That's and then wild. the newspaper wouldn't ha- doesn't have the story until the next day. That's wow. the problem wow. that that newspaper is up against. Woo. That story, by the time it hits ink the next day, you know. God bless those people that live that lifestyle. I couldn't imagine. Yeah, but you know what? It was something about it. It was simpler. It was just like you had the coffee. You had your spread. I'm picturing guys who walk out to go get the mail and the paper with the robe and the cup of coffee. Absolutely. Are you a robe guy? Nah, not really. I got one thinking it would be cool to be one. Haven't used it after like two Did times. Did you ask for it? Yes, I wanted to be that guy. Yeah. Homeowner, it'll be cool to go get the mail, wave to the neighbor, hey Nancy, hey Bill, with my cup of coffee, tried it twice, never went back. Well, nobody does that anymore because you used to see your neighbor when you went out to get the paper. The paper. (laughs) So awesome. Because everybody knows the paper guy who delivered the newspaper was always had the worst aim. He never got it right where you wanted it. You always had to go walking out and go get the paper. Then get the paper this morning, you saw your next door neighbor. How you doing? I see you as a paper boy at one point. No. You were never a paper boy. No, that's I would too be shocked. early. You got to get up on the route early. I'd, I'd be shocked. You ever play paper boy on? Uh, of course, whatever gaming system yeah. that might have been on. <laughs> of course, I did. Great game. You can watch the show live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Go to our website, ninety-seven-three ESPN. Dank Burrito is in. Longtime listener, first-time viewer. 
dank burrito, huh? It's a stinky burrito? Is that what no, it's uh... Well, dank could be good. The cool kids these days might use that in the positive term. Dank. Like, I mean, I get the reference. Right. I'm just wondering, is he is he suggesting that the burrito is tainted? Or I is it know. a good taint? Right. I think it's a good taint. Hmm, okay. We'll have to find out. Dank burrito. Let us know. Is is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because I was under the impression that that's not good. See, I look at it as that's great. Like, that's dank. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I thought that Different was generations a, I here. thought that was a negative connotation. Well, we'll have to find out. Paperboy was Atari, went to Nintendo. I'm, how about the one that was in the arcade? You actually had the little handlebars. I've never seen that no. one. No. You got to go up to, like, Jilly's in Ocean City. You got the Paperboy, and they have, like, the actual BMX handlebars that you're, like, turning like this, hitting the little button to fire off the newspaper. Wow. No, I must have played it on Nintendo, because that's probably the closest one that it was on for me. Yeah, I mean, Nintendo is, like, basically where... Most people would have played it, but if you were going to a, um, an, an arcade up on the boardwalk, they had like the BMX handlebars. Huh. Have to look into it. Maybe I'll get one for the man cave in the basement. That would be, what, are you going to get a video game down yeah, there? Yeah, I was thinking about gaming it. Gaming system? Donkey Kong, Pac-Man. You know, they sell them now pretty cheap. Yeah, they have some decent ones. Yeah. Pool table. All right, so uh, did you watch Flyers last night? Sadly. Thoughts? I'm disappointed. Like, there's things to be proud of, and there's things to be disappointed with. You lose. Okay, I want to. Before you go on, like, yeah, my <laughs> my my. I said here. yesterday, and I'm interested in what you had to say. But I said yesterday. So my on my question is: Are you disappointed in Hart? Because I said Hart's playing, therefore they won't lose twice in a row. He won't lose twice in a row. Did you think he did not look good for the second time? Because last time he played, and this is another reason why I would have played him. In the second game, instead of this one, because he is not a he has not been good on the road. So I would have played Elliot the Monday, Cart the Tuesday. I could have gone back to Elliot tonight. Okay, well I'll say this in terms of am Carter. I, Hart, am I outthinking Elaine Vignal? I think you're putting a little too much thinking in the process, but I'm not against what you're saying either. Like it's not irrational to think that you can go down that road. Like it makes sense to me. But I like either way that they handled it. When it comes to Carter Hart last night. They got outshot 14-3 to in the first period. Without Carter Hart, that first period, it would have been 6 nothing Bruins. That's how many grade-A chances they had. But then there were some weak ones that he allowed. And when they scored two goals within one minute, I didn't love the second goal. I didn't love the goal that happened from Carlo late in the third period to take the lead. So, like, there were a couple ugly ones that he would normally have. But at the same time, he made so many insane ones in the first period. You were lucky to make it out 0-0. And that's what I'm kind of saying with the whole game. You're, I'm pissed because you're up 2-0 in the third, you blow that lead. But at the same time, you were down after you blew a lead, and you tied it back up, and, and like it was great that you, you took the lead. like You battled back after blowing it, so I did, do I give you credit for that? But ultimately, they have the same issues. I'll relate it to the Sixers. The Sixers are first in the East right now. But when you watch them play, they don't scream title team. They're missing something. With the Flyers, they're 3-1-1 after 5. It's not bad. But when you watch them play defensively, it's so abysmal in the D zone, they're missing something. So I don't know what to do with that information. Are you saying that it's more injury-related or talent? Well, there's no doubt that losing Friedman last night, he gets five minutes of ice time, and then after that you have to rock five defensemen again. When you're already down Phil Myers and you're down the one of the best offensive 
offensive defensive guys in Sean Couturier. So you're already in a hole. But even when this team is healthy, that Matt Niskanen loss was so brutal. I think that they're missing something even from the jump roster-wise. Not that there was an easy fix here. You get thrown that Matt Niskanen is retiring on you within a couple months after the season. I mean, you got a lot of phone calls to make and a lot of adjustments to make. It's not easy. So I think what you're seeing now has to do with injuries. But at the same time, even when healthy, they're still missing a step on the D side. We thought that coming into the season, though, right? That's yes, not did. just. Yes, this isn't a surprise. It's no, a it's not question. a surprise. But I, I thought that there were more optimistic people out there going, "Oh, well, the defense sure took a step back, but they're going to be okay. It's not like they're just going to fall apart." Well, I can make the argument that they are falling apart, and it's looking atrocious, disappointing. But look, they got a point on the road. Well, got, they're up. They dominated point, overtime. It was three two. And I turned around, it was 3-3, then it was 4-3, and then I went, because I started this project last night. Oh, you did? You didn't tell me that. So I was outside, I had the TV on the outside porch on, and went inside to go get a couple things, came back, I was like, it's 4-4 and they're going to overtime. What the heck happened in the last, Boston scored four goals in the third period. Can't happen. Unacceptable. You got to be tighter in the D zone. You're giving them too much time and space. But look, the power play look good. The veteran stepped up. Voracek had three assists. JVR had two goals. Claude Giroux, ew, with a bar down short side on Rask early in the game to start the score. on his uh, attempt, though, in overtime, too. Well, see, the, the thing fake is... fake slapper he... with the, hey, <laughs> dude, I'm not playing goal. That's Tuka Rask in there. You think the fake slap... Is gonna catch somebody off guard? Come on, dude. But he, but he normally he does that enough where you would double guess and second guess yourself because he does let the clapper fly. I'm a little more disappointed in Travis Konechny. I'm not a big fan of him on the penalty shots. I don't like when he goes out there and does the penalty shots, even though he is, or the shootout, I should say, even though he's one of your best scorers. But look, disappointing. You know, I thought Scott Lawton played a horrible game. I thought Nolan Patrick got beat with his with his stick a couple times. Just can't happen. So we'll see how they bounce back on Saturday. They get another chance against the Bruins. All right. We'll have, um, um, what's it call it? Um, no, I, I was thought, uh, they don't play tonight. No, Saturday. No, they play Saturday. Yeah, 7 o'clock. We'll so tonight for game night, but um, he's not on tonight because there's no Flyers tonight. Right. Speaking of Saturday, it looks like the Sixers made a couple moves with some scheduling. Yeah, the game against the Pistons is now 8 o'clock instead of 7 o'clock. Is that this Saturday? Yes, it is. They switched that game to eight o'clock, and I'm then there was that a, I knew that now. There was like a five thirty game that they moved to seven later on next week as well. What is there a reason why that they did game this? was a five? They moved it to seven. That's against the Pacers. I got that from the team. I didn't see the Pistons one yet. So what was the reasoning behind this? TV stuff or um, I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was strange that they I just started know. moving around a lot of games, not just the Sixers. All right, I got a lot of uh, email. Uh, we got a lot of messages. People are watching on the Facebook. Uh, the Facebook, Twitter, and um, YouTube. YouTube on on the whole dank. I know what the reference is. You know, like I got uh, Jer- Jersey Kush. You know, dank refers to smelly weed that's usually at its best. I guess that's a younger reference because back in the older days, that was like eh, it's 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 dank. It's, it's no good. Yeah. Well, we call that Reggie. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. Honestly, no one gets that Reggie stuff. This is all before weed was legal. You know, you know, I mean, now it changes everything. Now you can get that good stuff. Yeah. Or just go into the local joint. Okay. Well, 
It feels like uh, most of our listeners know what's going on there, and I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Maybe that's why we get some of the reactions that we get to some of the things we say. Everybody's all danked up. Yeah, they're well. No, you can't say danked up. I don't think that's a good way to use this. <laughs> <laughs> they're stoned, maybe. I like this one, uh, Jeff Bone and Pookie. I miss going to record stores to listen and buy the latest mixtapes. I used to work at a record store. No way. Back in the day. When I was doing my internship up in Philadelphia, my internship, see, like, I really wanted to get into this industry, right? Most people are lazy. They do their internship. They do, like, one day a week. They come in. You did every day. Every day. I did every day. And I lived at the time. My family lived here. My internship was in Philadelphia. So I made the commitment. I lived, and my friend was gracious enough. To let me live in his basement for the whole summer. So during the week, Mondays through Fridays, I lived in his basement and I drove from King of Prussia to Philly for my internship. And at night, I left the internship and I worked at the wall. Wow. At the King of Prussia Mall, I worked at the wall because my internship was from 10 to 3. I left at 3. My shift at the wall started at 5. I did 5 to, to close at the wall. Did you like that experience? Working at the when you worked at the CD store, you know that was like yeah. I'm in control control of the music. I'm playing the music. Yeah. Would you walk up to people? Oh, what are you looking into right here? Oh, great album. How about this album? You know what I mean? Did you ever go that far? Did you let the people kind of look into what they wanted to? Well, they'd ask your opinion sometimes. Like sometimes on the wall, be like Mike's picks, Nancy's picks. What was your picks? Ah oh, man, back in '98, I was always, you know, I might have done a little Third Eye Blind, little uh, Dave Matthews Band, maybe a little Soundgarden, little Smashing Pumpkins. You walked in, I was in control of the music. You're unbelievable. You're yeah. grunt. You're grunt. How many people rock. out there were okay? There was the Wall. Sam Goody was like the competitor, but the Wall, when you bought the CD, you got the sticker on it. And, like, if anything happened to it, like, that sticker was, like, supposed to be, like, you know. What would the sticker do? I'm a little confused. Nothing. That meant, like, if something happened because it was, like, it got the sticker on the, the, the wall, you bought it there, and that proved that you got it there. And if it got scratched or something, you bring it back, and, you know, we'll take care Nothing of it. worse than the scratch CD. I used to do all kinds of things where I put toothpaste on it. You know all those home remedies to try and fix the scratch CD? Your favorite part of your favorite song skips over and over again. You got to go to the next song. That was the worst. The pain. Big pain. You ever do the toothpaste trick? For? When there's a scratch on the CD, you can put toothpaste on it, let it kind of sit in there. Nah. They They tell you that could work. Maybe I was screwing up all my CDs. Now, Dank Burrito chimes in. He said, Danked Up wasn't a thing. It is now. Oh, because you said it? I guess so. I don't know if I can do that. He said he wants to start a restaurant called the Dank Burrito. Turns out there's already a chain in North Carolina called the Dank Burrito. <laughs> this guy's got the icon and everything. He's got the logo. Right, is that going? Like, I wonder if he spent money on that. That's well, hold a pretty on. funny logo. Now, is that a burrito that's supposed to be a joint? Yes, okay. obviously. Well, no, it could have just been a burrito. No, come on. Look at the bottom. The back end of it's tied Tw- up. Yeah, it's twisted. twisted up. You're right. Who knows? Maybe some people eat their burritos funky. I don't know. Maybe, uh, you know. So I'm wondering if he paid to get like that logo and then found out, ah, damn it. You know, it's like uh, the scene in uh, Knocked Up when they wanted to do um, the, the the website that you can find the nude scenes in every movie. Oh, yeah. And the guy's like, yeah, yeah. oh, like Mr. Skin and like, what do you mean? Oh, yeah, they're doing that already. What? 
<laughs> that's the dank. Those guys were using the dank burrito. I'll oh, tell no you that. doubt. By the way, he got that off Google. So looks like he didn't make it or pay for it or anything. About I like anything. how he's answering in real time. By the way, well, that's how great this this new look we have is. Do you want to answer Harris's question here? Get back on track. Yeah, let's try and do that. Do you think the Sixers will trade Simmons? No. You don't think they will? Not unless they get Bradley Beal. They're not trading him for Buddy Heald. They're not trading him for Zach Levine, although Zach Levine, we talked the other day about, I think would be... They would think about it, and I think they would trade him for Zach Levine if they got a player in return with Zach Levine that was in their rotation, that made their rotation better. In other words, like Markinen. And I don't know that they're... Like, if you're the Bulls, are you taking Ben Simmons... With the with the rest of that crew, they got around them. They have the same problems there. Nobody can shoot. Yeah, but people value the spacing. Yeah, they value Ben Simmons. This whole league does. I mean, if he's the conversation starter for a James Harden. Everyone wants to put their fingerprints on him and say, "I can change who he is." He's a great talent, and let's be realistic. For as frustrated as I am, he's elite in five areas. He's just not elite in one, which I think is going to be the difference in actually being able to win a championship right. or not, based off of the spacing. So teams value him. Would they give a chance on him? Maybe, maybe they would. And it, do I think the Sixers are going to trade Ben Simmons? Here's what I'll say to that: If Daryl Morey had him available for James Harden. It absolutely is on the table as long as the package is right. If a package is right, then yeah, I do think there's a possibility he gets traded. I think that I agree. I don't think he's untouchable, but I think there are very, very few deals that they would do it for. Like, I'm talking Bradley Beal, and I don't even know that there's like Zach Levine, I'm not even sure. Buddy Heald, I don't think, gets it done. No, 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 no. Buddy Heald. If you're telling me you're trading Ben Simmons for Buddy Heald, I'm disgusted. I mean, that, that would just be disappointing. I, I'm with you, though. Zach Levine is more of a, it, it's a stretch. You better have a legitimate package together, more so than a Beal or a Harding, where you know what you're getting in return. Yeah, I don't know how many people out there, and if you're watching or listening, if you're watching on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube on our website, you can go to our website, 973ESPN.com. If you just have no idea how to watch the show, and you're like, huh, what, huh? Go to the website. There's a link right there. It'll take you to the uh, YouTube channel, and that's how you can watch it. That's the easiest way to do it. Go to 973ESPN.com. Uh, there's a picture of me from about 15 years ago, and just click on that link, and you'll see the player in there, and that is the fastest way that you can watch the show. But if you're watching the show or listening, text in or message us on your video stream. Who is a player? All right. This is what I really want to know. I'm very intrigued by the answers that we get on this one. Okay. Who is a player that you would trade Ben Simmons for? Because everybody says, I want to trade Ben Simmons. You got to trade him. You got to trade him. And your answer can't be Bradley Beal. All right. Give me a player. That you would realistically, and I don't want to hear Seth, uh, Steph Curry or James Harden or Kevin Durant, somebody that is realistic. So, 609-403-0973. Who would you realistically pull the trigger and trade Ben Simmons for? No, Jeff Bone and Pookie, not any player, realistically. Realistically, who would you trade Ben Simmons for? That's what I'm interested in because I want to see 
This will tell us how realistic these people really think trading, Ben. Don't you agree? I would agree with you, absolutely. Like, if you start giving me trades and the only co- ones you can come up with is like, I traded for Giannis Antetokounmpo, that's not going to happen, which means you think Ben Simmons is better than now. If you're telling me that you would trade him for, okay, like Alan A., who is watching us on YouTube. Alan A. on YouTube says this trade. I would trade Ben Simmons for Aaron Gordon from the Magic. Would you? Absolutely not. I say no. I say no. There's uh, Why is Aaron Gordon making this team better? Well, that's one of those things where, and, and Zach Levine somewhat falls oh, in this category. ones are coming in. Even though, I, <laughs> even though I'm One name just came in that I would highly consider, by the way. Go ahead. Well, we, we, we got time. We got four hours okay. on the show today. You're right. You're right. Well, okay, with Aaron Gordon. I think he's one of those players that you don't watch every night. I brought this up with Deshaun Watson and Carson Wentz. When you watch these guys every night under a different microscope, you don't feel the same way as you do. Like, how many times are you watching Aaron Gordon night in and night out to see exactly how he plays, or are you just looking at a stat sheet afterwards? It's a big difference. We'll get into them because people are sending some good ones in. All right, if you're watching on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter, or listening on the radio, send us a text, 609-403-0973, or send a message on the wherever you're watching. A realistic pers- a player you would trade Ben Simmons for. I want a realistic one, not a superstar. A realistic player. We'll read off. There are some good ones coming in that are making me think. Sports Bash. Turn it on. Leave it on. The Sports Bash on 97.3 ESPN. What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Website 973ESPN.com. Watch the show live, and a lot of people are messaging in on the YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter feeds. You can watch it easily at 973ESPN.com. Sports Pass brought to you by Matt Blatt Kia. They want to get you approved today. Matt Blatt, 6211 Black Horse Pike. In Egg Harbor Township, it's the Sports Bash Live on 97.3 ESPN. Don't forget, coming up at 4 o'clock, it's football at 4. Adam Kaplan's going to be great today. You're not going to want to miss that at 4 o'clock for the Inside the Birds podcast. He'll have all the latest on how this all went down with Nick Sirianni. So we'll get that coming up. One question we have for you, at 973 ESPN on Twitter. And wherever you're watching or listening, you can text us. Facebook message, Twitter, YouTube. There's so many different ways that you can get to us that I'm almost confused on how myself can consume your comments at this point. But we'll do our best. All right. Note this. I am not asking for Ben Simmons to be traded. Are you? I'm not asking for him to be traded, but I would not be against it if the package is proper. If it's a legitimate package together that would make sense to me, I would, but I'm not like... I got to get rid of this guy right now at I think the same time. Two guys, maybe three, that I would definitely do it for. And okay. I can be convinced of others. One is Bradley Beal. A couple are coming in on this uh, feed that I might be intrigued by. So let's start with the one that we start with Ben Simmons for Aaron Gordon from the Magic. I'm out. 
I'm out. He's just a guy who gets some points on a team that's like, eh, you know, it's not like this guy's a, a changing this team to bring it to the top to get you to an NBA title. Aaron Gordon is not bringing you to a title, and that's the difference in, in what this team is right now. So I'm out on Aaron Gordon. Devin Booker? Shout out 407 watching on YouTube. Devin Booker. It's a no-brainer. I think I I think Booker I think Booker gets gets pushes my pile. But this goes back to okay, now let's put ourselves in the Phoenix Suns position. Would you ever give up Devin Booker for Ben Simmons? The fact that it's it's a no-brainer. Not with Chris Paul there. Right. And not even with out Chris Paul there. Like the fact that I said, "Oh, it's a no-brainer." Well, that tells me everything I need to know, really. Like the Phoenix Suns aren't just going to be like, "Oh, yeah, of course I do that." No, I, I mean, I wouldn't do that if I was the GM of the Phoenix Suns. I mean, the one thing with Booker, I mean, he's a scorer, man. He can he can score. He don't shoot the three as well, I think, as people think. He's only 34% this year. Yeah, that's not great. No, but... that's not good at all. Career, he's only 35% from three. But What's the league average, though? Around 36 or so yeah, in that range? Yeah, but the good ones are about 38, yeah, 39. Close to 40. He would not be considered a good one. Right. I agree with you. Right? Yeah, but that wouldn't stop So maybe stop me. I've changed a little bit on Booker. I thought he was a little bit better. No, that wouldn't stop me. I'm still all in on that one. I like Booker. All right, I got another one for you. Let's go uh, with this one. Jeff Bone and Pookie, either Kyrie or Westbrook. I am out on both. I am out on both as well, but the Kyrie one's interesting because there's a lot of drama I surrounding him. want nothing to do with Kyrie Irving being on this team. He has shown that after leaving Cleveland when he wanted to be the guy, it has been an epic failure. So let, how about this, though? Let's take away the off-the-court stuff, the, which is a big part of the baggage, but I'm just looking at the skill level of the player. Sure. Still out on that? No, I mean, that intrigues me more um, 50-50. I mean, Kyrie's a great player. I don't think he's the best player on the team to win the championship. Is he a Dennis Rodman? I mean, is he a Scottie Pippen to Joel Embiid, Michael Jordan? Sure. Okay, but you I mean, lose. We already Rodman know that he could be the second guy, right? The you, problem is you lose Ben Simmons, right? And he's your Rodman, yeah. And now you don't have that, and I think that swap defensively you would be crushed because Kyrie is the worst defender we could find to replace Ben Simmons. I'm out on both of those. The Russell Westbrook thing shouldn't even be in the no, conversation. Westbrook, I'm totally out. Yeah, he's he's just a guy that loves to go get his triple doubles. Although some argue that's what Ben Simmons is. Re two two three watching on YouTube. C.J. McCollum. Man, I like him as a player. I just don't know. Once again, it goes back to the Aaron Gordon thing. You lose Ben Simmons, you get C.J. McCollum. Are you that much closer to winning a championship? Because my answer is no. No, because C.J. McCollum is, by the way, scoring 27 points a game this year. He has been tremendous. Um, C.J. McCollum, 44% from three this year. He's shooting 11 threes a game, by the way. Yeah. I told you, he's, he's 39% he's, from three in his career. I like McCollum more than Booker. No, I don't like McCollum more than Booker, but... Dude, I, look at these numbers. I, I know, but it, once again, like I don't think that he just comes in here and this team is like, all right, let's go. Like, we're winning the championship. You know, like, I think he's an upgrade from Seth Curry. You'd get a better version of Seth Curry. I like C.J. McCollum. I really do. This one's hard. This one's like That's on that hard edge. One. Yeah, that one's that one's hard. That's where like I'm so close to saying yes, but I'd I'd have to be swayed, and the package would have to be proper because there needs to be other pieces. It can't just be one on one. Would you agree with that? That's not a guy where it's like okay, Ben for C.J. Let's just swap him. It's got to be more in play. 
Uh, Dank Burrito checks back in. He says, would you take that? i take Simmons and a first. So if you I'm get imagine Simmons he's a Portland fan. He said he's watching in Oregon. Oh, there you go. So he would take Simmons in a first. Are you giving up Simmons in a first? No. For McCollum? I don't think I am. I don't think I am. And I don't think Daryl Morey would either. If I get into the mind of Daryl Morey, I don't think he would do that. And I wonder how much Doc has say in this, too. Because, you know, him and Doc, that they talk. That one by. Which one, CJ or the one you popped up on the screen? McCollum. Well, this one, too. Trey Young. I used to not be a big Trey Young fan when they drafted him. I just thought he'd be, you know, very skittish, just overshooting. And he does do that sometimes. But he's a better all-around player than I gave him credit for coming into the league. And I can admit that. I mean, I just thought, you know, all the talk about him being the Steph Curry and all that stuff. Dude can shoot. Let me put you on the spot. And not only can he shoot. He dishes, too. He yeah. dishes out double-digit assist almost a night. Yes, he does. Let me put you on the spot. You get a phone call from Atlanta. You have three minutes to answer. They say, hey, you don't hang up the phone. You you have to give me an answer right now. Ben Simmons for Trey Young, one-on-one. You can't hang up the phone. Here's my problem. He's shooting under 30% from three. I mean, he's got range, and I think that's what clouds us. He could shoot it from the moon. But he's not consistent. He's he's less than thirty percent this year, and in his career, three pointers. He's only thirty four percent. That's not good. Yeah. Uh, well, once again, that's sort of he league average ish. But yeah, he can score. He can score. Not as efficient though. So you you hanging up that phone and saying no, thank you, but thanks for calling. Uh, I might do like draft day. I'd probably hang up the phone, but then i call the guy back and, and and maybe see if I can be talked back into it. Playing with fire. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it's like if I'm on Shark Tank and Mark Cuban says, I'll give you $150,000 for 25% of your company, but you got to give me an answer right now. You can't listen. I don't think they should be able to do that. You don't? No. Well, they have the power. Yeah, but the person's there. They get one chance to present their item. You're there to listen to the five sharks. None of them should be putting them in that position. This is a huge moment for that business. I always wonder how much of that is. I'm not saying stage, but like how much of that. Well, do I don't they, think it's staged at all. No, but every TV show has like their their version to make it better for TV. Like you know how they like zoom out and they play the music like dun dun, and like you make it like intensifies it a little bit. Like how much production is involved in that show to make it pop more Definitely, than what like it, those people I think are pitching for about an hour. Yeah, that, right. Like what is exactly going on and how do they pick and choose what to use so they can make it you know the best TV product they possibly can. Hell of a show though, I will say. One of my favorites. Yeah, I think they have the right to put them on the spot though. I don't like it. Well, what if they've been going in? I don't say they don't have the right, but I I wouldn't act like that. Like, you're here to get the best deal. And I know it's like, hey, I don't care if they give you a better deal. This is my deal. Take it or leave it. And if you leave me, I'm out. Don't put that business on. They they got to a spot that probably was very hard to get to. I hate Mr. Wonderful, though. Who's this guy think he is? I like him. You do? I just, he he really, when he's, I don't know that I've ever seen him not on the show, but some of them are not there sometimes. If he's not on it, I think it, I think he, him and Cuban are probably the stars. Cuban and Laurie for me. Big I like fan Laurie. of Laurie. Yeah, big fan. Why to fly is watching on YouTube. Ben for Luca. I think that hits the category of unrealistic. Me too. And and I'll be I will be fair. 
that that's the first unrealistic one that we've gotten. I think Ben for Luka is unrealistic. Yeah, the Luka thing's interesting, though, because remember, you brought up the Atlanta Hawks and, and Trey Young. Like, they I, I want, flopped those picks, remember? It's like, yeah. oh, geez. I want someone to go on whatever the video game is now and propose that trade and see if the computer would accept it. Well, there's different GM levels. So when you play be a GM mode, it, it has easy, medium, and hard. I wonder if on easy it says yes and on medium it says no. Um, NBA 2K is the new game. See, it was NBA Live when I was growing up. They had Live, but then they switched over to 2K instead of EA Sports because EA Sports isn't that strong anymore. That's just preposterous. Yeah. All right, let's go to this one. Alan A. is back. He says, Aaron Gordon, relatively same skill set, but he can shoot threes. He don't play defense like Ben Simmons does. I'm not a big fan of Aaron Gordon. Like, he doesn't move the needle for me. I like him, but I don't like him for Ben Simmons. But Gordon, I'm getting a guy who he scores 14 points a game. I mean, you're not you're saying, well, so does Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons hands out double-digit assists. He's a triple-double guy. He can grab 10 rebounds. He's tremendous in the open court. He'll defend all five guys on the floor. I know you might not like the fact he doesn't shoot jumpers and threes, but Aaron Gordon isn't making you a championship team just swapping him out for Ben Simmons. You can win a championship because Ben Simmons is on the roster if you get the right people around him. Aaron Gordon ain't helping you win a championship. No, he is not. I'm just, I'm a little confused, though, with this He's 32% from three, Aaron Gordon. Get the hell out of here with that, Aaron Gordon. Alan, hey, you're getting your, you're not getting your, Ooh. your avatars off the. Whoa, screen. you just—that was your first little rage on the on the new feed here. Get out of here! I don't like that move. That one is now you're diminishing what Ben Simmons is. Yes, absolutely. You got to find that happy balance. It's not going to be easy because he's so frustrating. But at the same time, during those frustrations, he's got something that people really want. So you got to leverage that to get the best possible return. Now, this one is either a joke or... Well, I think the exclamation points is kind of stressing the, not sarcasm, but the the hate towards Ben Simmons, maybe? Derek Rose, a first-rounder and a second-rounder, or Kevin Love in a first-rounder? Now, that's a get-off-my-screen, Noodles876. Off the screen. Off the screen. All right, how about this one? This is from uh, Jalen Williams, who uh checking us out on the YouTube channel. Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, and Ball for Ben Simmons and a young, promising guy. Why are you throwing a young, promising guy in? I'm not taking – you're giving me Lonzo Ball. I'm out on that. Lonzo Ball smells. He stinks like a pair of athletic sweats. Some would say dank. <laughs> I thought that was supposed to be it a is. good record. It is. It is. But you used it negatively. You know, Lonzo Ball, I, I, I have no interest in. Josh Hart's a nice role player. The Brandon Graham one's interesting because he got Brandon drafted. Ingram. Uh, excuse me. Brand, what did I say? Brandon, Brandon Graham. Graham. <laughs> Brandon Ingram got drafted right behind Ben Simmons. And people are now saying, oh, well, look, he's an all-star and he can score and this and that. As much as I can't stand Ben right now, and he's a hate-the-face on my list at this moment, I would still take Ben Simmons over Brandon Graham every day of the week. Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram. Sheesh, I'm Do sorry. Stanley. I, I apologize. Brandon Ingram. I like Brandon Ingram a lot. He can. He's another one who can shoot the three with... With a high uh, range, but you would trade? Would you trade Ben Simmons for him? 
Like, going uh, back on that draft night, are you going back and saying, I'm picking Brandon Ingram over Ben Simmons? I have to, like I like Ingram, and by the way, 38% from three this year and in his career, 36%. He could fill it up from three. Last year, he was almost 40%. He's, a, he's gotten better. I just feel like he's a losing player. No doubt. Every organization he's on, the Pelicans, they did nothing. Why now, like, do the nothing. Pelicans stink? They got God's the greatest player of all time created Zion Williamson. All right, when they drafted him, that was supposed to change the whole franchise and everything. They got Lonzo Ball, the number two pick in the draft. That was the greatest player ever. Brandon Ingram. So they have the number one overall pick. They have a number two overall pick. They got a number two overall pick, another number two overall pick in Brandon Ingram. And they stink. I'll tell you why. Coaching. Who's the coach of that team? Is it Stan Van Gundy now? Or oh, no? it is Stan Van yeah. Gundy. Oh, remember everybody wanted him to be the Sixers coach. How does that team stink? Seriously. Coach, coaching. <laughs> now, look, I don't know. Is it? You got two number two overall picks. Young. Well, it's Zion's not, like not ready to like change. Excitement level of change, yes. But in terms of like, hey, I'm going to take over this league, no. Just, I don't know. They should be better. Maybe. J.J. Reddick comes off the say, bench on that they team. They still got J.J. Reddick. He comes off the bench on that team. How do they stink? They got Steven Adams. Steven Adams is a heck of, I mean, he's a legit center in this league. How does that team stink? There's another guy on that team that I'm missing that's pretty darn good. I'll have to look it up. I don't even know. And where are they? What's their record? Five in and New Orleans. nine. Well, I know that. I meant in the standings. They're five and nine. They're all the way at the bottom yeah, of that They stink. West. I don't get it. I, I don't could tell you though. You know what? As as much as people say they're an exciting team and like, oh, let's put them on car and let's put them on Christmas. Really, are they though? Like, I've never been like, you know who I need to watch tonight? The New Orleans Pelicans. Zion, that's it. I'm that's ra- I'm watching the Calgary Flames over that. By the way, I got Zippo interest in wasting my time watching Zion. His game just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, a couple dunks that they put on Sports Center. WinBet has arrived in Jersey. Download BetWin. Go to winbet.com. Sign up. Start winning today. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and physically present in New Jersey to participate. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. You can watch the show live. We're on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. So if you're watching us there, we appreciate that. You can easily find us. Go to 973ESPN.com. We've got more trades coming in, and uh, we will continue to either thumbs them up or thumbs them down. We will get to the tech sports, 609-403-0973. This is the Sports Bash. Paul Hudrick will talk Sixers with us at 320. Adam Kaplan at 4 o'clock today. It's Sixers basketball tonight on 97.3 ESPN with the voice of the 76ers, Tom McGinnis, calling all. the Sports Bash on 97.3 ESPN. Hey, don't forget, you can listen to the Sixers and the Celtics tonight. 7.30 is the tip right here on 97.3 ESPN. 609-403-0973. Text board is lit up. Lit up. And so is the comment section if you're watching on Facebook, Twitter, and on YouTube. We're live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You can watch us. Broads didn't go with the headband today. No, not today. You pick and choose your times. Yesterday, I felt like I was in attack mode when I woke up, and little did I know, at 2.04, we'd have breaking news that the head coach was going to be hired. So I had that feel. Today, 
Just a casual Friday, no breaking news, so I wasn't feeling the headband. You today. didn't know that there was breaking news going to happen yesterday, though. Well, I had that feeling when I woke up. My gut told me this is a day to go in attack mode, so put on that headband, and what did I know? Bang. Bam! It happened. It dropped on us. All right, uh, football at four. Adam Kaplan today. We're uh, reading off some more of your... All right, so the question we have out there for you guys, and it just kind of was organic. We didn't really plan this, but... I've seen so much. You got to trade Ben Simmons. It's try to trade Ben Simmons. It's try to move on. It's time to move on. People keep saying it's time to trade Ben Simmons. So we want you to send us a text or tweet or post a message on one of our social media sites with a realistic player you would actually trade Ben Simmons for. And a note, I and Broads am not asking for him to be traded. There are a handful of players that we would trade Ben for, but I don't know that there's too many players realistically that the listeners out there know. They've given us some good names so far today. Yes, they have. And and look, I, I think that I'm, I'm really annoyed with Ben to the point where I'm more open than I ever have been with some guys. But it needs to be like a legit package. And, and that's the thing with Daryl Morey is I trust him to do it. He's a smart man. He's been around the block a long time. He's moved a lot of superstars. He's a, he's not going to just move Ben Simmons just to move Ben Simmons. So luckily, I have trust and faith in Daryl Morey to pull the right string. So, you know, but I, I don't know if this team can win with this version of Ben Simmons. I, I really don't. Okay, so um, let's see here. Let's go to uh, another trade. Man, some good ones are coming in here. How about uh, we we touched on this one. Ike, I just want to give him the shout-out, though, because he's got a great uh, picture there of Michael Jackson screaming into a microphone. Uh, ben Simmons for Devin Booker. Uh, both of us have kind of – I like Devin Booker. I'm kind of – I thought I was in on Booker, and now that I see that he, he could score, though, man, he's a pretty good scorer. How about this one? Ben Simmons to the Bulls for Zach Levine and Wendell Carter, or Simmons to the Kings for Buddy Heald, Bagley, Harrison Barnes. Now, Harrison Barnes, I'm completely out. That Kings trade would be one of the worst trades in the history of the Sixers. And I'm, well, maybe not. Levine the Markel and Wendell Fultz Carter, one. though. That one's different. <laughs> Buddy Heald and Harrison Barnes. I mean, really, if that's what you Buddy got in return. Buddy Heald, Bagley, or Harrison Barnes. So it's between Bagley or Barnes and, and Buddy Heald's in it. Well, Beth James is watching us on YouTube, and she said, I mean, Buddy with either Bagley or Barnes. Yeah, I, I would be so out on that well, one. Definitely not taking Harrison Barnes. No, that contract is brutal, and his play is brutal too. Uh, with the Zach Levine one, I started out saying if he can get you Harden or Beal, Levine is such a drop-off to those guys that I don't know if I'd be interested. But the more and more that this hate-the-face grows with Ben, because I think that he's limiting this team, I'm more open to it than I ever have been. So I, <laughs> I'd i be interested. I think I would be for the Levine one. I really do. I think I'd be interested. All right. What about this one? Chris on Facebook is watching us. Donovan Mitchell. Yes. You go, Mitchell. Yep. Yes. And what you know is what? It about Mitchell? I, I'm, I don't think Ben Simmons works. I don't think this version of Ben Simmons works. That's, it's not so much. Like, Wait a I second. Think, You've already turned down a heck of a lot of other guys. I yeah. Mean, Donovan Mitchell's a nice player. He's a good scorer. I might even take Donovan Mitchell over Zach Levine. 
Okay. Yeah. 40% from three is better than I thought. Yeah, he, he, he can play. He 40% for his career, though. No, no, no he, he started to take a little jump up there. but oh, gotten better. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell to me for Ben. Like, and it's not so much like I love Donovan Mitchell. I think Donovan Mitchell is a good player. I just wow. don't think Ben Simmons works. And that kills me to say, Gil, because I've been a big supporter of him. Huge supporter. I'm losing it. How about I this cracked. one? Jamie is watching us on Facebook. Same trade I proposed a few years ago. Ben for a bag of balls and some used practice jerseys. He's not the only one. Dan from EHT texted in and said he'd do it for a bag of balls. <laughs> well, I'm sure there's some people out there that are that willing to get rid of Ben. They would just take a bag of balls. That's how. Well, he said he proposed it a few years ago. So Which he's makes it always worse. been on. Yeah, that makes it worse. All right, we got more of trade proposals are continuing to come in. Send us yours. We will read them off. You can call us 609-573-3776.